welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. And I'm Archie. No, oh, there's Archie. Bye. Okay, that was our probably quickest visit yet. And there's that hole in the ceiling again, huh? Now I'm going to just add some sounds of falling rubble here when I edit this Will you leave one. that in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll leave that in, leave but I won't in. actually add any sound. Yeah. Anyway. What am I going to do? Who even knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll never fun know, mystery. Right? We never listen to our own show, obviously, so I'll never know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was a weird little... <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> Okay, so... This is our worst intro ever. Yeah, we're just on a roll here. It's cool, we're only four episodes in. Yeah, we're just already tanking, huh? Anyway, mm -hmm. so, uh, last week we talked a little bit about some of the Dilton inventions we all love. Yep, and some, lo some weird one-off characters. And Yeah, we got to some of the nitty-gritty with a lot of the weird characters there are. Mm -hmm. um, and we also got into another morality discussion. Yeah, that's just our thing now. <laughs> yeah, just kind of keeps coming We're back. We're going to change the name of the podcast. Right. The yeah. Academic Morality of Archie and Gang. Examining the morality of teenagers in American pop culture from 1939 to 19... Wait, 2019. <laughs> 1999. To 1990. Reverse it. One year. There you go. Wait. <laughs> Before Archie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I do believe we have found some interesting little tidbits of Archie history, uh, which apparently there's an origin story for Betty's ponytail. Yes, so you'll have to pop onto the Instagram to see a few pictures that go along with this. I can't wait. And I won't read the entire comic to you because nobody wants that to happen. Right. But this I is especially don't. this is also from uh, Archie, Archie Andrews, Where Are You? Oh, which we right. talked about in one of our previous episodes. So it's just a gem of a comic that really I found is. in a vintage store in Chicago <laughs> and had to nice. buy 100% because I opened it to this weird episode about Betty's ponytail. Which, I mean, if you know Betty Cooper, anything about her, yep. she has a ponytail. She has a ponytail. That's that is thing. the distinctive feature that differentiates Betty and Veronica is Betty has a blonde ponytail and Veronica has dark hair that yeah. is not in a ponytail. Not always in a ponytail. Sometimes she puts it up. Weird. Only when they're doing weird things with, it's know, true. like she's disguising herself as a homeless person or something. Yeah. They're, they really only have the one hairstyle. Yes. Or some funny, like, side panel comics where they, they get a recommendation on their best hairstyle and they're the opposite of each other. Exactly, yeah. And or they're like, oh. Betty walks in with, like, a beehive hairdo and Archie's like, gaga goo. Whoa. <laughs> what is that? I don't know if that's upset or happy, but. Gaga goo. <laughs> Sounds like that's from It's Always Sunny, baby. Yeah. Anyway. So this is Betty. Yes. In Ponytail Tail. Oh, they could have just done ponytail. And this is just opens with Veronica asking Betty why she has a ponytail. And what a question. Betty's saying, I guess you could say Archie is responsible for it. Like most things in her life. And then seems. it cuts to her remembering when she has very short pixie haircut with bangs. Wow, okay. Yep, not the Betty look. you think of. Yeah, no. I wouldn't have recognized it as her if it weren't a flashback scene. <laughs> and clearly it's a Betty comic. So, so one day, short hair Betty saw Archie fooling with a girl that had a ponytail, which okay. in this context means pulling her hair, 
not fucking. <laughs> is that, wait, is that a metaphor for fucking? Fooling around? Oh, I thought you said pull, like pulling no. your ponytail. I, I thought saw that was Archie the metaphor. fooling with a girl. Oh, that I had see. a ponytail. Okay. And he was pulling her hair. Okay, there like we go. Like boys do when they like you. They don't. That's it's just shitty. Boys are bad. <laughs> don't they... date people that pull your hair when you don't want them to. That's expressing your emotions in a toxic way. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, obviously, she was like, if I have a ponytail, then Archie will pay attention to me. And then there's a fun little montage of her growing out a ponytail. Wait, how long ago is this supposed to be? Which is about as exciting as you would expect it to be. Watching her excitedly putting her hair into a ponytail, and then her walking back and forth in front of Archie with her ponytail and him not noticing. God. Because... He's the worst. Yeah, he's terrible. And then she hits him in the face with her ponytail. <laughs> that's nice. And walks away. <laughs> okay, that's And then nice. it, it cuts to her growing her ponytail longer and longer. Till at the longest point, it, it goes definitely all the way down to the ground and, like, I guess drags on the ground behind her considerably. That would get pretty grungy. Pretty quick. And it does not look good. Um... That just sounds like a character from an early, like, 2000s fantasy yes. comic book. and she narrates that she was uh, hoping he would notice it if she let it grow longer, and he didn't, but other people were beginning to. And what? she tried every way she could to get his attention, including this scene I'll post for you, oh. where she is sitting on a wall, like, along a stairway, Yeah. so that her ponytail's hanging from the, like, top of the stairs down to the bottom and hits Archie in the face, and I guess... Is, what? Uh, he he seems to have dropped everything he's holding because he walked into her hair. <laughs> is it very <laughs> solid? Well, maybe there's a lot understand. of grunge on that end yeah. of the hair, so maybe it's just it a real just stinky ponytail. It must just be rock tail. solid at the bottom. It's kind of petrified. Um, That's and then when did. that didn't work, she uses her ponytail to tie him up <laughs> with a knot. <laughs> this just turned into tangled. And then he says, I never knew you wear your hair in a ponytail before. Is it new? Oh my god. And then he asks her to untie him, and then she can't. (laughs) (laughs) Because maybe don't tie knots with your hair, I guess? it's not really good at untying. At least not with Betty's hair consistency. Yeah. And then uh, the class bell rings, and Archie runs inside with her hair still tied around him, which seems like a dick move to me. Honestly. And then he finds scissors and cuts it off. What a dick... What? Which is also a dick movie. Yeah. What <laughs> the, the hell? The ending here is that um, Archie is trying to get this hair off of him that's still tied around his body. Because he cut it at like the end of her ponytail, not like at his body where also, it was already tied. what happened to the scissors? <laughs> <laughs> the scissors are just gone, apparently. <laughs> Use the they're, scissors. They're one-cut-use scissors. Oh, those disposable scissors. And then Reggie comes in and is like, hey, I like your fur collar. And then they immediately start fighting each other. <laughs> and the, the very last sequence... Wait, why? <laughs> why? Because Reggie was making fun of Archie for looking like a girl, I guess. Because oh, he had a fur collar on. See, if I walked into a room and somebody had... A blonde? A, yeah, a very long length of human hair tied around their body, I would be extremely concerned. Yeah. And disturbed, probably. It's not like human hair in a ponytail looks like, you know, a, a fur, fur stole or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so, yes, Archie immediately attacks Reggie for making fun of him. And then the last scene we get here is Ar- uh, Buddy's voiceover. At least now Archie was aware of how I wore my hair. I remember his exact words. Well, it was sort of a word. And then Archie's screaming, Yeah! At Betty in her face while he's um, clothes uh, are fully torn apart oh, and black and eye <laughs> and um yeah he's just real fucked up and just screaming a, at her a yawp right into her face so it's just a really nice wholesome story of the time Betty yeah. grew her hair for like I mean I assume fifteen years to get it this long oh my god and then tied it around Archie and trapping him in her. Either hair that, cocoon. or her hair grows so fast <laughs> yeah, that she has to true. cut it literally, like, twice a day. Maybe Dilton's invented something that just uh, trims her hair. I'm yeah. sure he's done, like, a hair growth well, salve <laughs> that you rub on your he scalp. He can do some and... testing on her insanely fast-growing hair. There we go. To sell to girls whose hair doesn't grow as fast. And then the comic would end with, like, a dog walking in that's, like, just a giant puffball, and is like, it works too well. <laughs> oh, no! And then she's like, what? And it grows really big. Yeah. There we go. We just so, heard Archie Comics. Perfect. Contact us. Now Archie we can Comics. go into the business. Yeah. We we're good. We should just fuck this podcast. I wonder <laughs> if we just Archie start Comics. sending them submissions if they'll take any. That would be a fun thing to try. Ooh, yeah. That would be a fun thing to try. Okay. Next episode, we're going to write our own Archie comic. Yes. Oh, God. And we'll read some segments from it. Yes. Ooh, we could do a comparison. Oh. I'll read you two bits of an Archie comic, and you have to guess which one is a real comic and which yes. one is what I've written. Yes! Oh okay. my god. Okay, this is very good. Look forward to that. Or tell us if you hate the idea. We, we might not listen, but feel free to tell us. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, that was a great little deep dive into Betty's ponytail. Yes. That was a weird thing to say. <laughs> you never knew you needed. <laughs> yeah. A mystery that no one thought was a mystery. Yes. Like, they made it, they were like... People are probably wondering why she has a ponytail. No. <laughs> Literally no one has ever wondered that. It's not like I look at people and I'm like, why is their hair <laughs> Why short? did you choose to wear your hair in that style? <laughs> There's it a story behind good. that, right? A long, I... <laughs> strange story that yeah. involves a boy. I want to know what Veronica was doing throughout this story, because it opened with her asking Betty about it, and Maybe Betty's telling the story. pre-Veronica. It's one of those weird other worlds No, where... I mean... Like, oh, like literally, well, while Betty tells oh, the story with Veronica, like she concludes it with that, or she screamed in my face, and Veronica's just like, oh. maybe to kind of get the message across. Betty just screamed in <laughs> Veronica's face, like, and then Archie said this, ah! just right in her yeah. face. Uh, that wave file does not look good. Yep. Um, I would also like to, if I can, because we talked about them a little bit last week with our kind of a visit to the minor or weird characters of Archie. We started to dive into some of the adults. Yes. um, Which there's a plethora of. I guess not a plethora. There's a normal number of adults, maybe. (laughs) Actually, probably fewer than you'd expect. I mean, there's everybody's parents. Right. Um, Every now and then a grandparent will make an appearance. That's true. A lot of background characters. some of Mr. Lodge's business partners. I feel like it's more, more common that we get a weird uncle. Yeah. Uncles are common. Aunts are sometimes Jughead there. definitely has a weird uncle, right? With Yes. Oh, yes. He <laughs> steals his hat. With a lion. And there's another part with Jughead gets that pin that makes girls into him. Yeah. But why would he want that? As usual, Jughead and his weird everybody wants him to be with girls. 
Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I, I'd like to talk specifically about... We've mentioned him in the past. Yep. He's our favorite portly principal. Yes. This is Waldo Weatherby. Um, yes. You basically... So we've talked about Grundy. We've talked about Flute Snoot. They're all basically the same model, just different genders and <laughs> yeah. way, kind of. Well, we get the haircuts. Coach Clayton, the Pop Tate, and yeah. the, the Mr. Weatherby. Yeah, that's the portly. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the skin. They A lot of them have needle noses, though, which is a weird The Jughead nose. Yeah, which is a common insult for Jughead as well, yes. from Reggie, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, Waldo Weatherby. And I have one here um, that I'd like to particularly highlight, because it really speaks a lot to the bee as a person. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is The bee as he's so fondly referred to. Yes. This is Mr. Weatherby in Seeing Stars. Lovely. Um, which just arrives with a man saying, Package for you, Mr. Weatherby! <laughs> which is the start of a porno. Yes. Um, but Mr. Weatherby's very excited. It's a very large package as well. Also wink, porno. Wink, wink, yeah. Wink. Um, and Mr. Weatherby just busts it open. <laughs> And inside of the long telescope. Stop. <laughs> and I'm sorry. There's a telescope and a uh, tripod. And he just gets so stoked. He's pacing around his house literally all day until it's night so he can use it. <laughs> and he's looking into the stars. There's a lot of these where he's like trying to discover something in the yeah, stars. He's a bit of a... He wants to name a planet after yeah, himself or amateur something. amateur astronomer? Or is that... Yeah, that's the actual one. Astrology is the fake shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, hot takes on astrology here, but anyway. Yes. Um, he says, I haven't felt this excited since I was a small boy. If I discover a new comet or asteroid, they'll name it after me. That's As, a recurring theme for him. He really wants to be he famous. He definitely gives Archie detention at one point and makes him help him look for... And uh, I think Archie no, does wait, see a that, shooting star. That's definitely a Simpsons that episode. That is a Simpsons episode. <laughs> what that's... is it with principles and wanting to discover planets I and I think asteroids? it's just because it's like a really nerdy thing. Like a square thing to yeah. do. And principles are always squares. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so, he, whether he's Brie very Skinner, excited to be... What do they have in common? And now you know. There you go. They're both principles. They're both astronomers. Amateur, but astronomers. Uh, he also says he's excited to be a inspiration to students everywhere. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd just get so stoked if I saw in the paper, local principal discovers <laughs> Comet. I'd be like... Like, maybe he'd be an inspiration to his own students. But, but students, students everywhere? everywhere? That's a lot of places, B. Yeah. Like, and he also sees a shooting star. Looks like it ran... It looks as if it landed right here in Riverdale. I'm going to investigate. If my calculations are correct, it landed on the other side of Pickens Park. But I think it's actually a recurring park Yeah, name. that's their generic park name. And, oh my god, he sees a flying saucer! Good gravy, it did land! Oh my god. Uh, so he hops a wall, and huffing and puffing the whole time, and sprints through the park, screaming his own name. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Columbus, Magellan, Scott of the Antarctic, and the greatest of them all, Lolo Weatherby! Oh my god. Um, and he they sees, sees that they've dropped a ramp, and he gets inside, and... It's just all set up with tables and chairs, and so he is greeted by a robot that's clearly a man wearing a mask, because <laughs> you can see the back of his head. Okay. Tell me, am I the first visitor here? You are the first. What would you like to eat? They're wheeling out carts of food. What a strange <laughs> ritual. <laughs> I don't want to insult them. I'd better eat a little of everything. I'll have everything. Everything. That is good. Very good. Then he eats it all. At least I didn't insult the space people. <laughs> Can we get you anything else? 
and he just gets more of everything, keeps eating, and then the guy brings him his bill. <laughs> you catch on to Earth customs quickly. <laughs> and Grundy and Flute Snoot walk in together. Oh. And she's in a, I can't tell what, if it's like a dress, but she's got a nice purple overcoat and Flute Snoot's in a tuxedo with what a carnation. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the bee is wearing a flannel shirt with a bib on, <laughs> holding a half-eaten drumstick, so he looks great, yeah. <laughs> while a robot man watches. And he just says, Grundy Flute Snoot, what are you doing here? When the press arrives, you must tell them I was the first visitor. And then Snoot informs them that, that they're here for the grand opening of Riverdale's new outer space theme restaurant. It was in the news, after all. But, you know, the bee was so excited about his telescope, he didn't even read the news. Oh my god. So he owes $108.53 for the food, which is cheap for everything twice. I wonder what year that was actually written. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, I don't know if he, we can tell. He also says, it seems I left my wallet at home. Is there any way I can work out the bill? And then it ends with Betty, or I'm sorry, Archie and Veronica entering the space-themed restaurant, pointing at a fat robot that's clearly <laughs> the bee in a robot costume. And oh they're just like, gosh. hey, that sounds like the Mr. Weatherby. And Veronica says, he wouldn't be caught dead in an outfit like that. So there's Mr. Weatherby for you. What a fun character he is. And we'll definitely be sharing some of those pictures in oh, the Instagram. Yes. He, he's, I don't know how to describe him, because... He's at once, like, a huge goof, and also, like, a weirdly... Curmudgeonly old man? Yeah, and also he's, like, got weird moments where he's, like, kind of friendly with Archie, like, they bond Yeah, they definitely have gone fishing together a few times. And I remember one where Archie, like, moves his model ship, and the bee thinks he destroyed it, because there's only, like, wood chips <laughs> left. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's like, there'd be glass, man, and, like, you could tell. <laughs> Sawdust or something. <laughs> he's like, what have you done? But he, he just sees that the bottled ship was in his office. Yeah, he so moved he, it out of the way to take care of it. Yeah, he's got a lot of weird kind of all over the place aspects. He is one of those adults that continuously expects the absolute worst from Archie. It's true. Uh, which is most of the teachers, to be fair. But Grundy's got a soft Miss spot Grundy for him. Grundy seems to have a soft spot for him. and um, She seems like the coolest teacher, to be fair. Yeah. Because she also really encourages Betty with her writing. Yeah. Which is a... She's like the only teacher that's developed at all as a person. Honestly, yeah. There's that really great one where she, uh, the girls dress her up, and then she just feels really silly. Yeah. And then everyone's like, nah, you look hot. And she's just like, if you got it, flaunt it. And yeah. it's a great ending. Um, but yeah, like, there's some great adults, and there's some weird ones. Which brings us to Pop Tate. Pop one Tate. of the great ones. He is a great one. He's been around forever. One of the few that seems to actually like the gang. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he respects them a lot more than a lot of the teachers do. There's a lot of uh, ones where he kind of they like kind of work for him or like help him with his business in some yeah. way. Um, Jughead is obviously his uh, number one customer. Of course, but he does usually owe a huge tab on That's all the burgers. True. Yeah. But Pop Tate, he loves the kid. Honestly, I think he has mm -hmm. a soft spot for all the gang, um, except yes. for Reggie. Really, <laughs> he kind of hates Reggie because Reggie well, fucks him a lot. Everybody kind of hates Reggie. It's true. So he, you know, he's the owner of the Pop, Pop's Chocolate Shop. Which I'd like to which, point out how it's spelled, if you would. The Chocolate Shop? Yes. Yes. Usually I, mean, I think it's... It is a C-H-O-K apostrophe 
L-I-T. <laughs> it's and it chock is full of shop, lit people. <laughs> shop with two P's and an E. Oh, it's old timey. Yes. Okay. So shop Terry Pop Tate. Terry? Yes. Terry oh. is his first name. Okay. According to Wikipedia, he has in the past been named, uh, where was that section? It's had different first names over the years, including... Yeah. He's had a few different looks too, right? I know it's in here. Is it on a different page? Uh, might be. That's it just the list of RG's the, uh, characters. You could probably go to the full pop tape page. He doesn't have his own page. That's weird. Oh, here it is. Oh, um, okay. Some stories have given his real first name as Bob, Harold, or Thomas, okay. but the official Archie Comics website lists it as Terry. Okay. So Terry Tate. We'll say that's canon. Yes. Official canon. Pop is the owner and manager of the chocolate shop. Mm-hmm. Like most things in Riverdale, the origin and history of the chocolate shop has evolved through the years yeah uh, originally um he found or in one point he founded it at one point it was his dad's oh at one okay. point he purchased it from a uh retiring the retiring owner who was named mcgurk oh uh Can you spell that for me <laughs> it is m-c-g-u-r-k mcgurk mcgurk <laughs> okay um, yes that's an interesting so just, you know, yeah. maybe one of those stories that changes every time he tells it, like uh, the Joker yeah. and his origin story. Honestly, yeah. That's kind of fun, Something though. that they have in common. Yeah. We're just drawing comparisons between all kinds of other pop culture references. Pop culture <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Thank you. That's terrible! Archie! Hey, buddy! He's gone now. Oh. Um, Damn. You so, yes. It, it's the classic um, soda fountain. Right. You know, there's the counter... The counter. You can order a, a shake to split the number of covers. Chocolate soda is a common. The number of cover art for Archie Comics that has Archie and Betty and Veronica all drinking out of one milkshake. It's a very iconic picture. Yes. Um, and especially because it is usually the 1950 style where Archie's got mm-hmm. that great Riverdale sweater vest. Yep. Um, and then they've got the classic soda fountain glass with the three candy stripe straws. Yeah. So Pop Tate seems to serve... Just general American food, mm-hmm. burgers, There's, ice cream, yeah. milkshakes, sodas. Which are sometimes claimed to be, like, some of the best food in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. I remember one where he caters a party for Mr. Lodge and everyone yeah. loves it. And uh, there's just a lot of hijinks. It's the gang's hangout. Number one hangout is yep. the chocolate shop. So there's always someone there. You can always walk into pop shop and find... It's usually a gathering place. Yeah. There's parties there. The jukebox. The jukebox, always yeah. Always playing the hot tunes. Mm-hmm. The fun's coming in. Oh, no, different things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was probably a crossover there at some point. There probably was. Yeah, there, I got to imagine there was. Um, there's also... It's usually a place where they, like, introduce a new character. Because um, they'll just, like... The whole gang's there. And then Reggie walks in with his very short cousin who is actually like his age or whatever mm-hmm. and then yeah it, it's just kind of like their stomping ground really yes there's been a number of plots based around some kind of i don't know additional service pop is offering such as like in a hot dog stand at the beach oh yes like the hot dog stand starting a catering company and or the delivery. gang helps out in somewhat yet yeah, delivery definitely is a thing one, yeah. Um, usually involving Betty and Veronica on, like, roller skates and bikinis or something, which is, like, not awesome, Pop. No, also safety-wise. Yeah. Um, I also remember a few big, like, major, like, 
multiple part storylines mm-hmm. where it's like a corporation's looking at buying yeah or he's gonna shop. close down or sell out yeah and then i think in some the stories, game has to rally to save it or right there's like a <laughs> what is it a basketball game to save the <laughs> rec center or whatever yeah yeah they have a basketball the game whole and town dunk comes on these. together yeah. they usually mr lodge is like i won't let it stand or whatever yeah. um, or maybe he's you know, trying at the to end buy of the it. day veronica's just like daddy no yeah exactly um, he's like, okay. <laughs> he like I'm they serve him a burger, like Pop makes a burger, <laughs> yeah. and then like they make like a factory burger, and he's like, it tastes. It's basically the plot of Good Burger. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> now, interestingly, in the Wikipedia page here, it tells us that the character of Pop Tate was inspired by mm. the Greek immigrant owners of the three Haverville, Massachusetts soda fountains that were frequented by Haverhill teenagers during the 1930s. Is Haverville significant? Haverville is significant because I think that's where Bob Montana is from. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so Very significant then. They own three soda fountains in Haverville. Wow. I'm sorry. Haverhill. Haverhill. Um, the Crown Confectionery, the Chocolate Shop on Merrimack Street, and the Tuscarora on Winter Street. What? Um, so okay. in the 1930s, Archie creator Bob Montana joined other teens at the chocolate shop counter where he made sketches on napkins or in the diary sketchbook he kept of Haverhill happenings. Oh, that's kind of cool. And this material served as source material for Montana when he launched Archie. I like that. And then weirdly in that same paragraph, it says, <laughs> he has a recurring role in the CW's Riverdale, played by Alvin Sanders, which I think refers to Pop Tate, not Bob Montana. Montana. <laughs> that yes. would be wild. Which, I am your god. <laughs> it would be pretty The creator great. comes down. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, pop tape based on real people. Also, real quick, I we did forget to describe him a little bit. Um, we he can looks like Mr. Weatherby, but with black hair. Yes, he has like Curly. the um, monk's tonsure almost, rather yeah. than like the few little sprouts Weatherby Bald has. On top, but bulbous nose, mustache yes. usually, uh, red bow tie and mm-hmm. apron. But Typical yeah. ice cream man outfit with rolled up sleeves because he's always yes. leaning on that counter. Um, there's a lot of. Storylines based around like he will um, tell Jughead he's gonna cut him off because his tab's so yep. big, and then Jughead's scrambling to find money, and then at the end of the day, Pop's just like, whatever. I guess I don't need money. <laughs> Somehow. I think also there's somewhere it ends where Jughead like accidentally like stops a robber. So Pop's <laughs> yeah. like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like that's kind of fair, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, he, he's probably one of the most recurring and heavily featured adults. Yes, apart definitely. Apart from the parents. Um, even more so than most of the parents. I'd say the only other main, the main, main adults are probably Pop Tate, Hiram Lodge. Mr. Lodge um, is the, probably the most recurring. Mr. Parent. Weatherby and Miss Grundy. I'd agree with that, yeah. And then you the, get a smattering the, of other faculty at the school. The Andrews parents come in. A little bit. They're, they're more like set Archie dressing and for Betty's Archie's parents, house, honestly. Yeah, we'll make occasional appearances, but Jughead's yeah. parents are very rarely part and of their it. Veronica's mom changed. is, like, never around. Hermione's barely in it. She does have Jughead's a mom, parents, but... Um, what their names are. Their design also changes a lot. Dad, Jughead, and Mom <laughs> Jughead, I think. Dad, Head, and Mom Head. Yeah. Jug Dad, <laughs> Jug Mom. <laughs> Jug Dad. <laughs> Wait, let me see if I can pull mom up. Jug. <laughs> mom Jug. I like yes. Jug Dad and Mom Jug. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, okay. Yes. Sorry. 
I tickled myself with that one. So, um, no, Jughead's mom is, um, oh, no, that says family and friends. It just talks it about Gloria his friends. Or, like, Petunia? That sounds right. Gloria, maybe? <laughs> we'll get there. There's a very long section on his personal Wikipedia page called Sexuality. What? We'll have <laughs> so to do an episode just That's going to that. have to be another episode, I think, because yeah. we, uh, we're going to need to do a deep dive there. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> yes, into... Jughead. Jughead. <laughs> this is so dumb because it definitely does say family and friends <laughs> and lists no family members. Oh, lovely. Here we go. Oh. His father is uh, Forth- Forsyth Pendleton Jones Jr. His mother is Gladys. Well, Jughead's Forsyth Percival Jones. What well, the hell? Is he not a his junior? His father is uh, Forsyth Pendleton. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, I'm sorry, what was his mother's name? He's the third. Forsyth Pendleton Jughead Jones the third. His dad is? No, Jughead is. Oh. It is Pendleton. It is Pendleton. I thought yeah. it was Percival for some reason. And his uh, little sister, Jellybean, is, her first name is Forsythia? What the fuck? They need <laughs> to stop. Is that how you would say that? Yeah, that's a flower too, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Oh, and apparently his crown-like button beanie hat is called a whoopee cap. <gasps> I'm really excited by that. Ironic, because Jughead never makes Whoopi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Goodness And then there's his cousin, cat. Soupet, of course. Oh, God, I forgot about Soupet. And then That's it just says tiny here, Jughead. under relatives, that his cousin is Bingo Wilkin. Who what? Who is that Wilkin boy, yeah. of course. But it also says that Veronica Lodge is his fourth cousin. This is some whack shit that I don't know if I can accept. Um, we're... Next episode is just going to be about Jughead, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think we need to so do... So we need to just lay off this Wikipedia yeah, page whoa, for now. okay. He just got way more interesting, too. Yeah, because that shit is bonkers. Okay. Well, yeah, we got kind of distracted, too, because we were talking about the adults. Yes, um, we were talking about Pop Tate. Yes. So, and that... we already, We've already mentioned him a lot, but we could also start talking a little bit about Mr. Lodge. Yeah. Because I feel like of the of the Archie parents, he's probably the most frequent occurring. Mm-hmm. He was one of the very early ones. I remember he was a senator, I think, in the early comics? He or may a congressman? Have been. Yeah. Something like that? Because I remember Archie has to go vote in his place. Which is <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. No, they wouldn't just be like, Yeah, this teenager can do it for ya. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. So Mr. Lodge. So Hiram Lodge, yes. as his first name is, Hiram P. Lodge, according to Wikipedia. Do we know what the P stands for? It does not say in this first paragraph. <laughs> Definitely pterodactyl. Um, married to Hermione Lodge, daughter mm-hmm. of Veronica Lodge. He's a multi-billionaire and one of the richest men in the world. So that's a statement. Okay. An industrialist yeah, and the CEO of, of his multi-billion dollar company, Lodge Industries. Which just does everything as far I as like I can tell. I like how it also says he's also the richest man in Riverdale. Which you would think would be yes, implied. if you're one of the richest men in the world, you're probably the richest man in the small town <laughs> you live in. <laughs> no, he's the richest man in the world everywhere but Riverdale. Oh, since you're Bob Montana, um, knew the Lodges... What? A Massachusetts political family because he painted a mural for them. He used that name when he created the character of Hiram Lodge. Wow, okay. And then it says a villainous version of Hiram is portrayed in Riverdale, the TV show. Oh, I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. 
So his first appearance was uh, Pep Comics number 31. Okay. September of 1942. Okay. Okay, and, so that was, um, what, like three or four years into the run there? Yeah, three it's years, pretty early on. Okay, cool. So, yeah. He's pretty much an old rich man character. He's got... Let's describe him a little bit. He's usually... His clothes aren't very consistent. He um, just wears a suit. Yeah, but he's got like... Always looks like a professional businessman. Kind man. of quiffed white hair, mm-hmm. uh, glasses, and a mustache. That's yes. really all you can say about him. Yes. Skinny. Mm-hmm. He weirdly does his own home projects sometimes. I yeah. remember one where he's like putting in his own patio. Archie walks And pouring it. cement. Yeah. Which does not seem like he would have time to do that as one of the richest men in the world. And it would seem like you would have the money to get someone else to do it. Like, even as if he wants to do it for, like, a hobby. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be at work a lot, though. He's usually he there when... He seems to work from home. Yeah. Which, I mean, fair enough. If you're the richest man in the world, you probably could most of the time. Yeah. He's probably got people doing his stuff for him. He had... There's many scenes of him looking at one of those old stock tickers in his office. <laughs> yes. Um, he's often on the phone talking about buy or sell mm-hmm. and just made up pro- or, uh, stock <laughs> names. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, on at least one occasion, Archie and Jughead saved Mr. Lodge and his butler Smithers from death. Whoa. But there is a note that there's a citation needed. Oh. And in another... Um, Lodge and Mr. Weatherby are digging up the ground under Weatherby's desk for treasure. What? Only to find out it was a treasure map gag by Archie. Oh my god. Which really seems like he's got a lot of free time on his hands. Yeah. There's also, I'd like to, you you mentioned the treasure and that made me think of a lot of stories where Mr. Lodge takes the gang on wild adventures. Yeah, he does take the gang. Do you remember the Walrus Island one? Oh, God, I do! Yeah, let's... I, we don't have it in front of us, so it'll be brief, but let's talk about the Walrus Island story for a second, because if I remember correctly... Isn't that a shipwreck situation? The gang gets shipwrecked on an island. Because of course they do. And they there are just lots of walruses, and it's like the resting ground for wal... Or, uh... Like a walrus, walrus graveyard, like an elephant graveyard. But there's graveyard some kind of bad guys, right? Who come for the ivory? Yes. And so Mr. Lodge literally dresses himself in the skins of dead walruses, and like yes. the skull of a walrus to be a ghost walrus. Yeah, and like there's just so many of those where like they get pirates on one of the yachts, or like they get shipwrecked on a yacht, or like they go down the Nile on a yacht. Like, yeah, yachts are a big thing. Yeah, he definitely has flown the gang all over the world. Yeah. For some reason. There's also quite a lot of Veronica adventures where she she either goes on a trip with her family somewhere. There's one where he decides she needs to go to private school. Oh, and yes. And he sends her to to Italy yeah. to a private school there that she gets confused at the airport and goes to a reform school instead. Yeah. And they think she's a criminal. And... <laughs> God. And they're mean to her, and then all the, all the other girls are mean. It's mean girls, and then she, like, just is like, oh, I'm having a terrible time. And a I'm nice family sorry. takes her in. Yes. Uh, listed on this Wikipedia page, he has two children Veronica Lodge um, and Hermosa Lodge. What? Daughter. What? And her Wikipedia page does not exist. What the fuck? So we're going to have to do some research on that. Yes. Or just somebody put that on there as a joke. Hermosa which, Lodge? Which could also be true. Mm-hmm. That's very strange. 
I, I also realized I forgot to mention one of his key character traits uh, is that he just hates Archie. Mm-hmm, he's always angry. We talked about it with Smithers a little bit, but he just really hates Archie. Yeah. Apart from the weird few ones where they bond. <laughs> he seems to like Reggie, though. I don't know. He's kind of all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, I don't know if he likes Reggie. Reggie's just less terrible to him than Archie. And more rich than Archie, too, I think. Aren't the mm-hmm. mantles kind of rich? Yes. They're like the yeah. second richest family in Riverdale sometimes. I mean, that could be any amount of money, though, because like, the richest family is like a multi-billionaire. Yeah, that's a good The second point. richest family is like, I have a million dollars. In a savings account. <laughs> yes. I'm a plumber. Right. Um, <laughs> Just a very skilled tradesman. Yes. So he spends a lot of time worrying about Veronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of time Very upset about protective her, her of shopping. Mm-hmm. Yells yeah. at her a lot about spending money. She usually just has to say daddy kens or something, which is... Yes. <sighs> she reminds me of, like, the Little Mermaid and her dad, you know? Oh, totally. Those vibes. King Triton and Ariel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, are those daddy, copyright? No. no, those are copyright. I mean, we can talk about them. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I also realize that's, like, a hundred-year-old story, so we're probably yeah. good. But definitely uh, similar vibes. Definitely, like the very kind of almost antagonistic, you know, nature of their relationship, but it's ultimately loving in the end, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird. Um, also, the lodge manor seems to change its floor plan oh, a lot. Always. There's sometimes a gigantic vault. I remember that Mr. Lodge <laughs> thinks Jughead and Archie get trapped inside. I yeah. think, and he thinks they die. Yeah, feels really bad thought about thought they it. were going to die in yeah. the vault. Oh, and then um, the gang likes to practice their band at his house, which he hates. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get them to stop. Yeah, the, all the parents seem to hate it. But mm-hmm. I feel like the Andrews parents are the chillest about it. He hosts a lot of events. Yep, lots of fancy Big galas. charity balls and There's whatnot. A, a lot of storylines where he like wants Veronica to schmooze with like a business partner's yes. son, and she's into it because he's usually hot and rich. Yeah. Um, and Archie gets jealous, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it usually goes nowhere, but it's just Archie ends with being jealous. Um, but yeah, that's there's not much to Mr. Lodge, honestly. He's He gets into a surprising amount of hijinks. He does. And I guess since he just has an unlimited money source, mm-hmm. they can just use him to hand wave whatever they want to do. It's true. They He's usually like, if they want to do a wacky situation, they come to Mr. Lodge with it because he has the money to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a four part uh, that we'll get to sometime called Moby Jughead, um, where Jughead literally just can't stop getting fat. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Lodge, like... I guess, bankrolls the research that Dilton does to market the secrets of Jughead's metabolism or something weird. Yeah, because also... very strange. Um, Dilton sometimes works for him, doesn't he, or works with him? Occasionally, yeah, like, just because Dilton's, like, the brains behind the operation a gang has going, and he comes to Mr. Lodge with the idea. I wouldn't really seem to say that Mr. Lodge likes... Any of the gang, except for Betty, maybe. He, he has a Betty. lot of respect for Betty. Yeah. I remember there's He wants one... Veronica to be more like Betty. Because she's well-rounded. She doesn't well spend a lot of money. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like there's the one where she talks about making clothes and <laughs> Mr. Lodge is like, you should do that, Veronica, and she makes a shitty jacket for him and he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like all fucked up, lopsided, <laughs> and he wears it anyway and, and it's like, kind oh, of really daddy, sweet. I'm so proud of what you wear to your big meeting tomorrow and he's like, oh... Doesn't it work out really well for him? Because he's like, my daughter made it. And the guys are like, he's frugal. We like that. Or <laughs> yeah, some probably. shit like that. Oh, that was... Uh, yeah. But apart from that, he doesn't seem to like the kids. Yeah. Especially not Jughead. He doesn't like Jughead. He doesn't like Archie. He yeah. seems pretty indifferent to Reggie. Yeah. He but... seems to like Reggie only because it's the alternative to Archie. Yes. And, I would agree with that. Yeah. And because of that, it's just... As long as she's not dating Archie, really. Mm-hmm. And so she's ha- he's happy when Veronica dates anyone else. Luckily, none of the Archie characters seem to be particularly monogamous to each other, so... Definitely not. There's a lot of dating different people, and... Unless they're married. Well, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as high school romances go, nobody's right. going steady. Except Moose and Midge. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Chuck and Nancy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're pretty... St- I think they're pretty much consistently together. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And it would be too boring if Archie or Betty or Veronica ever settled down with one person. Right. That's why they had to do it. half the time, that's how they mix it up, is they're like, let's throw in a new hot boy or girl. It's usually a big plot point, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Ugh. And that's about our time for today. Yeah, that was a great discussion. We... Really deep dive into some of those characters. Yeah. I think we've we... got some great ideas to talk about with you next time, but you should send us any ideas that you have. Yeah, please do. Yes. So <laughs> you can email us at RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Instagram at RiverdaleHighAV. Yeah. And so... we'll be posting, like we've said, we'll post things from the uh, issues we talk about, funny mm-hmm. pictures, and then just other Archie stuff, news, whatever. Yeah, some of our highlight reels will mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. And I might have fun news on an Archie tattoo in the near future, so I'll post about that. Nice. Yeah. You're going to let our listeners design it? Is that the fun news? I, I've got a design for it already. It's just... It's the full chest piece Yes, it's just Archie's, Archie's face. face, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, With the buck teeth. And the big checkerboard. Yeah. That big checkerboard. All right, we'll share a picture of Ezra's chest tattoo. Once we definitely get that. Uh-huh. I, def- I don't know why it's <laughs> Yeah, we'll both get matching chest tattoos. Of Archie's face. Archie's face. It'll anyway. probably work better on you. Yeah. All right. All well, right, that well... was a weird note to end on. <laughs> yeah. Well, gang, we'll see you at the chocolate shop. See you at the chocolate shop. Bye.